Okay, welcome back. Uh, there are a few of you who are not on the email list. They don't know we're here. So if you bump into anybody, please let them know. Uh, just tonight and tomorrow night, we'll do some Inyane uh, Rosh Hashanah. We'll start off with one uh, Inyan Apialocha and then go on to Hilchas Tshuva. Next week, um, I will be uh, in Eretz Yisrael, but there will be Shir Mitz Hashem uh, on Hilchas Shabbos. Oh, uh, the Kail is learning it, so um law will be giving Shir. Uh, I do plan on being back before Yom Kippur. Hopefully everything will stay safe and the airports will be open. And uh, if you don't see me here, that won't be, it'll be either a very good sign that the Mashiach came and you didn't find out about it yet or uh, something else, but it's a very short trip. Okay, you have in front of you a very interesting tshuva from Sternbach and tshuva von Hoggis. This should sound familiar because we, I quoted part of this tshuva when we were learning Hilchas Kiddush about six months ago. So um, it happens to be it's Nagea this year. So I wanted to uh, show it to you inside again. Simon Reis Sadi Gimel. Kiddush B'yam B'Kippurim Shechal B'Shabbos. It's a famous Shaila in the Achreinim. Starts off with uh, none less than Rabbi Kivega and the Chassam Sefer. Is the Rechi of Kiddush in two weeks, week and a half? And uh, if there is, how are we Yetzi Kiddush? Now, before I show you how he addresses it, this Shaila bothered so many people, believe it or not, there were Achreinim that held. It's hard to believe this. The Achreinim were held, the Yishim Makabal Tosefes Shabbos, and not be Makabal Tosefes Yamakipurim, and make Kiddush with Yayin and drink it in the Tosefes Shabbos. It's not Yom Kippur yet. Then it can be Yetzi Kiddush. It's a real chop. Nobody does that. I wouldn't even try it. It's not going to look good for Shaduchim. I think you're, uh, uh, <laughs> I think you, uh, you fell off somewhere. Uh, but that's, uh, that, that, that's how much of a tumult there was on this Shiloh. It's an interesting, whoever suggested such a thing is assuming you could split up Tosef as Kedusha. Uh, the reason it was uh, basically shot down is because it's no, hard to say that Tzvei Dinim and Tosef is Kedusha. If you're Makabah the end, you're the end, so Yom Kippur gets slept along. But, uh, but there was an actual notion in the Achreinim that, uh, that perhaps you can dissect it and cut it into two. He does not suggest that over here. Let's see in the bottom um, page, Duration and Allah, for the bottom paragraph. They point out that they're not suggesting you make on Yain, they're just saying that Yayetzi in Shmon Esrei. Now the that's not a problem. That's, that's good news. The problem is that if you don't know this Chassam Sefer from Rebbe Kiveger, which is Nagea, every few years, and you dive in Shmona Esrei, we do not assume, as a Shiloh where the Mitzvah Sichas Kavana, we pass him by the Raisa's Mitzvah Sichas Kavana, we pass him by the Rabbana's Mitzvah Sichas Kavana. If you assume Kiddush is the Raisa, which everybody assumes, Kiddush Ayayim might be the Rabbana, we'll get to that in a minute, but the concept of Kiddush is Midaraisa, so then you're not automatically Yetzi. Chay Adam has this famous kula that if you're um, standing in shul, I'll give a upcoming example. You're standing in shul in sukkahs, you're holding lulav and esrog and you're shaking it, even though uh, you didn't have special kavanah to be yetzi. You didn't say the uh, the harani muchan mezuma, the yirotzan, the l'shem yuchud beforehand. So Chay Adam says that it's implicit if you're standing in shul and you're shaking a lulav and it's sukkahs, but stomach you don't think it's Palm Sunday. That's not his exact lashon. But, uh, but, uh, what else are you doing here? 
So then we assume that uh, you yet see the kavana anyway. Nah, so the Chayatan gives us more slack than that. That that's the without the Chayatan, I would say like you. How do you know he's thinking of anything? We'll make an assumption. He's thinking. That's what you're pointing out. That's a that's a big assumption. He's thinking. So the answer is, if you're from, you know what a lulav is. You're standing in shul and you're holding it. So how can you say you don't have kavana? That's that's the Chayatan's cool. The Mishabura quotes it. You had to go and buy it, actually. Yeah, yeah, okay. Okay, so Ms. Tommy, you know all about it. Even if you didn't buy it, somebody hands it to you. But obviously, you're asking for it for a reason. So, so the good doctor is suggesting maybe not. Maybe he just wants to be like everybody else. If he's a potential Baal Tshuva and he's standing in Shul and doesn't know what's going on, yeah. So then he doesn't know what's going on, but he wants to shake the same thing everybody else is shaking. If he's from, then obviously he's doing it the same mitzvah. It, it, you need the Chayim to say this, even though once he explained it, it sounds pushed, because maybe the guy bought it and he invested a lot of time and he's entirely spaced out. And he's only going in automatic because everybody else is doing it, like you're suggesting. It's not so ridiculous. So you need the chayat to say, no, Zanumdana, if he's, he's saying halal, he's saying a brocha, mustama, especially if he says the, the shem yichud, unless he got used to that also, and that's on autopilot. But the chayat says that. The only problem is the chayat is over applied because people quote it all the time. It's obviously he's doing the mitzvah, obviously he had it in mind. That's not true. And this is the case in point, by the way. The guy's davening Shman Esrei on Lel Yom Kippur. And you asked him, what did you just do? He said, I don't know. I just davened Shmana Selim Kippur. We had all chaits, all Did you have my kiddish? Of course not. Unless you know this, I'm safe and you remember it. Why in the world would there be an umdun in the mukha that he had a mind to be a kiddish? And that's what he's going to point out right now. You don't have that umdun. Mitzvah Sichas Kavana, three lines in the bottom, Shalachain. What? No, we're talking about There's no wine. It's Yom Kippur already. Avada. And that's the problem. You weren't here because you weren't in the neighborhood uh, we, we, we gave Shear in that uh, we had about the week and a half of Shear on that point um, should you dafka have in mind to be Yetzi in Shemana I said a regular regular Lel Shabbos you can you can you can have in mind all the words a lot of Kavana if you don't know the Sugi of regular Lel Shabbos not doing Yom Kippur you will not necessarily know that by saying by Chuli you're supposed to be Yetzi the Mitzvah the rights of Kiddush some people do, some people don't. The problem is, in the Achranim it's split. Some Achranim say, Yudavka should be Yetzi then, and some Achranim say the exact opposite. Yudavka should have in mind, Hepachavana, not to be Yetzi, so you can Yetzi the Dereitz on, on, on the Yayin. So even if you do know what you're doing, it's unclear in the Peskim whether or not you should be Dafka having in mind to be Yetzi or not to be Yetzi. Here, the problem is, it's Lel Yom Kippur, nobody's thinking about, unless you know this Shaila, nobody's thinking about Kiddush. So therefore, it's certainly not an Umdur in the Muchuch, written for us. That's this year. So Sternberg says, Sternberg has a shul in Harnov. Been there many times. So he was wondering himself, should he give a clap and announce you should have a mind by Shman Esrei? Uh, that would be an unusual announcement to ask you to do. Can you imagine adding to that thing? I mean, we never did it. We've had a number of Shabbos already. It's a very, okay. <laughs> but uh, but uh, so he was a subject, should he announce it or not? You'd have a lot of explaining that you can't just announce. <laughs> Can you imagine if you give a short clap? Kiddush. Maybe we start Shmanes, right? No one's going to know. <laughs> you, yeah, exactly right. You're still trying to get the hang of that. So, um, so he's misupic whether he should make such announcements. I don't think he meant right before Shmanes, right? Because it's a child of a hepsic in general. By the way, some people give a clap. They don't say Yal Here we have to say Yal Biyabah. It's plenty of what to rely on. But uh, this is already, uh, the whole thing's a Chiddush. 
He certainly wouldn't do it right before Shema Esrei. I, I somebody meant this. Should he talk about it right before, right before Meirv and the drasha before Meirv? Um, Sturmach knows as well as I do, which is going to say that it's not the minute to make such an announcement. So he, I assume he means that uh, she just included to remind people. Or is there what to rely on? The minute is most people don't know about the whole subject, which is what he's going to try to miyashiv right now. There's a shayla by... Uh, when we read Mechias Amalek in an Uber which is this past summer. So should you have a mind to be Yetzi Mechias Amalek or not? Because maybe the Shir Shikha is 12 months, and even though sometimes even it is 12 months, but maybe in Uber you already have the Shir, you have a longer Shir Shikha, because in the year now is 13 months, but some say not so, and it's a Shir Shikha, so maybe we should have a mind that if you have a mind, you've got to tell the Balkari, and you've got to let the people know. You need the Metzi and the Yetzi to, to know what's going on. So uh, I wasn't here that Shabbos happens to be. So some shuls I heard, or some, some are already announcing it. It was never the minute. I don't say it's usher, but uh, it's, there's a difference between practicing a humrah personally versus when you do something but Hebrew, you're creating a new minute in Klai Yisrael. And if the minute didn't exist, you really need big places to do that. So that's the uh, that's why I didn't. I was toying before Shabbat see whether to call you, make the announcement. I decided against it because I didn't, we don't really start Newman Hogim unless it's uh, very warranted. Ah, we say Yemi of Shabbos Kedush. The only reason we do that it happens to be there's more than one shul doing that. Um, uh, when I came to the Agudan Flappish, I was I was amazed. I, I, I prepared this whole drosha that I was going to institute this minig, and like two cents into it, the guy told me, No, no, we've been doing this here for twenty years. The previous rov had instituted it. So I was happy to hear that. Uh, the only reason to doing it is because there's a, a perfect example is Mitzvah Sichas Kavano. First of all, most shuls don't finish Mincha on time. So you can't just have a Shabbos if it's already after Shkia. And then number two, if you just go, so even if you finish two minutes before, you go straight to Shabbos, then nobody realizes they're supposed to have some sort of Kabbalah. And we finish Mincha a minute before, they're schmoozing, and a guy gets up three minutes later. So then there goes Kabbalah Shabbos, Tosefa Shabbos every single week. Which is a pity. Ramam holds it's only a dinner to Sevis Yom Kippurim, but many Rishonim hold it's dinner every year of Shabbos. Why lose the Savik Daraisa every year of Shabbos? That's why I do it. So I don't consider that a new minute. I'm just trying to trying to put back at the forest what we should be doing anyway in the first place. Okay, so he's going to try to be Miyash of the minute. Veneer, top line. Yeah. It's a good question. I wasn't born in Europe, but um, you'd have to ask somebody very old. Um, who maybe asked somebody very old 50 years ago. It could be in Vilna, where every single person knew Shas inside out. They didn't announce it because everybody knew. I assume where they had people who had to be tuned in, they did announce it. But here, I'm not against the announcements. I'm like, that's why we say, yeah, you have Shas show over here. I'm, I, I was not in favor of making an official announcement to be Yetzirah, because that was never the mini. Even though, if you look at the Achorinim, it can come out that there's an need to be Machmer for that. Which one? He makes it. Right, right after Elena. Right after the last Kaddish, after Elena. Usually we make it by two minutes. Arab Shabbos. Which is not every Shita. The Shita is 10 minutes, 15 minutes. But uh, at least we make some Shita. So usually we announce it. And Nebuch, when Tzvi's not here, it usually doesn't get announced. But by the time I turn around, I figure you're not here. It's usually Shkia. Uh, uh, yeah, that's before Shkia. It's before Shkia. But after Shkia, it's not going to help. After Shia, you already, even, unless you hold that it's a sex sake already, so maybe we can still make it, and then maybe you would do something. So, so, so you finish we finish Mincha two, three minutes before Shkia. We try. It doesn't always work, but we, uh, we try. If you stop Mincha 15 minutes before, you have a good chance. Stop Mincha five minutes before, you don't stand a chance. It depends where you're diving. 
Venire, top line. Sheker mitzvahs kiddush uliske yama Shabbos lekatsha. See, he says an interesting kiddush for Miyash of the Minig. He says it's possible since the whole idea of kiddush is to be makadish Shabbos and Yantif. And the reason we need Kiddush on a regular Shabbos and Yantif is because you're eating and you're drinking, you're having a good time, and it's really not nicker that you're doing this L'Shem Mitzvah. Maybe you're doing this because you like food. So in order to make it that the Kiddush, part of the Kedusha setting, so I can't say Chazawa Masakim is a Din Daraisa, the concept of the Mitzvah Daraisa, I think will be Darish time at a crow, but the Mitzvah Daraisa is to uh, focus on the Kedusha when if you didn't, it would just look like it's time having a meal. We're not eating and we're in a high level. We recognize Kedusha's Yom Kippur more. Because we're all in our kittel and we're not eating and we're all like malachim. So therefore you don't have to do a, an act of declaring a separate kiddush. Even though the kiddush, the words, are daraisa and the team of the ayin is only daraabonim. It's a fascinating idea. The only problem is we don't normally... Machlekes, Rav Shimon and Rav Yehuda, whether you could derish time in a crow or not, we pretty much paskin, we're not derish time in a crow. The Rashban Kedushin says you could be derish time in a crow l'chumrah, but this is being derish time in a crow l'kula. He's trying to be miyashir of the minig while we're not making Kiddush. So he says, well, the whole reason for Kiddush is to, to mark the day with Kedusha, and we're not stopping eating, and you have to do that Shabbos Yantiv, Yom Kippur, it's obvious to everybody that the Kedusha is there. Interesting svar, but it sounds like being Darish time at a crow. I'm just wondering why why he would be satisfied with this. He's trying to be miyash the minig. I don't know how that would uh, work. Um, skip down two paragraphs. Emil, lamaisa, anisaymechal tamachi. He says I have a different reason. Okay, so maybe it bothered him as well. Shtickle being Darish time at a crow. Shechazal tiknu tefila b'leil shabbos v'yamikipurim lotzis b'gam kiddush. He says the kasha of Rabbi Kivager was you should have in mind to be Yetzi during davening because that's where Kiddush is. He says Chazal were Masakin Tvila and they were Masakin Kiddush Besaycha Tvila. The problem we ran into at the beginning of this shtickle is that people don't know about it they don't have it in mind. And if you don't have it in mind the Pasen Mitzvah Chavonis you're not Yetzi. So what are we going to do with that? So now he says the second Kiddush. He says, if you start davening, you want to be Yetzi, whatever Chazal have in the davening, that's what you were suggesting before, whatever Chazal had in mind, you want to be Yetzi. So in here is a Tzila for Yom Kippur, and we have Al-Chetz, and we have Vidu's, and we also have the words there that talk about Shabbos, Yetzi, Kiddush with that as well. Chazal, Shetiknun, Nizkavnu, Bezegam, Lotzis, Bagam, Kiddush, Kim, Shetiknun, Lekach, Mechav, and Liboy, trying to be Yetzi, Shmon, Esse, whatever Ashkenaz, Ezek, Adela had in mind. Neshev kemachavin lekiddush for daibekach, and he holds that's the real answer is that we're yetsi because you're just saying the words you have in mind for the words as you were suggesting, and that would be good enough, which is a chiddush. Now Rabbi Kiva again, Sam Sefer obviously didn't didn't understand it that way, and that's why they asked the kasha, and they pointed out you have to have special kavana. But he says perhaps that's what the other achrayim hold. Miushah shitas among the rabbanim achrayim shiyotzim bechol leil shabbos betfila, and that's why many achrayim hold yetsi every leil shabbos betfila. You just say the shemana say has vayichulu there. Tama Berlach, Echi Etzin, La Mitzvah Sichas Kavana, the Berlach couldn't understand, you're not having Kavana. 
I mean, as people don't focus on it, all you have to do, have whatever Chazal wanted you to pick out of that Shemar Esrei, that's going to be what you're with. So that's his possible Yishuv. Skip to the bottom paragraph. He still suggests at the end of the Tshuva, you should have in mind to be Yetzi Kiddush. He's just trying to ask you why nobody knows about this, and most people don't worry about it. But if I forget to remind you, in a week and change, um, have in mind Tashman Esi and get to the parts about uh, Shabbos you have in mind for Kiddush. Chayim Risi b'Tshuvas Hagan Rav Avram Shaga Kavana Ena Mesur L'Chol Echav L'Abikim Kavana, and they're being Simon Chadaiti Beitzis Sol Simcha Al Tzilus Shleknuah Gam B'Kiddush and the Mechavin for both, and that's his Maskana. Not to make any clap, you don't have to make any announcement. Lamaisa uh, the Yechidim, it is a kasha, and we don't fully understand the, uh, the answer. He's suggested two possibilities. Lamaisa, if you happen to remember, it's good to have in mind to be Yetzi Kiddush Daraisa. What's interesting is, with this, he doesn't talk about. I, I find this uh, very interesting. Rabbi Kivag and Lachsam Sefer are only talking about Kiddush when you have Kippur's Chaliyas Shabbos. So they're asking, what do you do with the Kiddush on Shabbos? He, nobody talks about it over here, how about Kiddush Yom Kippur? But, okay, there's no draw bond to make Kiddush al Yayan, that, uh, that we understand. But why was it so push in the first place to have Kiddush and you have to have a Kiddush on Shabbos? If it bothered you that there should have been a Kiddush or Shabbos on, on Yom Kippur, so then why didn't it bother anybody there should be a Kiddush, have a mind to be Yetzi Kiddush for, uh, for Yom Kippur? So I think the answer is, I think of Sternbach with Taina, that no, that's push it. The whole Shemar is about Yom Kippur. Is that for, for sure we're having a mind? Shai Liz, a couple of words about Shabbos, do you have in mind? Are you tuning in to be Yetzi on Shabbos? So that's what bothered everybody. He doesn't say that, but I assume that's, uh, that's, that's what comes with the territory. Okay, that's the Inyan uh, Apiolocha. We, um, every year, try to make a small dent in the Hilchus Shuvo, so we'll start a little bit now, if you can hand this out. And we'll uh, continue tomorrow night, and we'll continue the first night of Yantif, and Mr. Shaman, the second night of Yantif. And we'll see what we can... Uh... <clears throat> Uh, no. <laughs> no, the say should have mind to be answered on the Yayan. You don't have to have it in mind. Yeah. Dafka, many, many of them say no. Okay, turn to the last page. I don't know why this set doesn't have past Perichamishi, but it happens to be the two parts, the two halachas I want to focus on are on the last page. We'll work our way backwards. Let's flip it over, Perichamishi. This is a very famous Perich, quoted often, often a lot of it is misunderstood. Halacha Allah Perichamishi. Every year I try to skip around because there's so much if we don't uh, just pinpoint a few, we're never going to get anywhere. Akiva, you have? You can take back your seat, Akiva, well, one of these days. Now you can't, it's crowded. But uh, <laughs> uh, Basic, basic uh, Jewish concept of Bechira. This has nothing to do with tools that you're given 
Everybody has different mileage, different chesenas, different strengths, different weaknesses. Rav Dessler writes about this in every other shtickel. Uh, Everybody is clear that people have neshamas that struggle with different things. And you have, as Rav Dessler points out, you have nekudas of Bechira. And the point in life is constantly to raise the nekudas of Bechira. That tomorrow or next week or next year, the nisayin you had now becomes more pushed and it's not your, not your uh, battlefield anymore. You move it up and you get good at this. Not that you can't fall back. And you raise the bar and you have now a new nekudas of Bechira, a new point where the struggle, to use a very um, uh, coarse example, most people, when they wake up in the morning, most from people, do not have a struggle right after Negevatsa, should I murder somebody today, should I not, should I shoot somebody, should I not. Most people don't struggle with that. If you are, please see me after my earth. Uh, most people don't. That's not the Nekudus of Bechira. Uh, so, so, so what's the Nekudus of Bechira? So most people do struggle with, should I get up, should I not get up, should I press the snooze button for the 15th time, or should I not finally get up? That already is within range of the Nekudus of Bechira of most people. So, obviously, we hope that murder is way off the charts, and the ability to today learn 19 hours is probably above the Nakudus of Bechira of most people. So, you have many, many, many different gradations of what the Nakudus of Bechira is. And Rav Dessler clearly explains, and that's not a student of this Ramam, that people are born with different kaychas, and people always uh, complain, I'm destined, I'm not good at this, and I, I'm, I'm lost, and I'm. I'm destined to be, if not a Russia, but certain things I certainly uh, I keep falling in. That's not true. The Rambam says you can always dig yourself out. For some people, it's more difficult in different categories. And the point is, again, is to always try to make the challenge new. Of course, then people ask me, why do I want to raise my Nekudus HaBechira? What do I gain? I just get myself into a more serious Nisayim tomorrow. So that's a, a good kasha people ask, but it's, it's really a klutz kasha because that's the whole point of Avedis Hashem is to constantly raise the bar and do more avoid and more avoid. The fact that it keeps on becoming more challenging according to your madrega doesn't mean that uh, you shouldn't bother asking for a big inside. Yes? So we don't have that attitude when it comes to money. Yes, that's right. Exactly. We do. certainly don't. If there are people, every time you get a raise, usually you get more responsibility. Most people will take the raise and ask for the responsibility. That's a very good, uh, very, very big truism, and uh, people aren't scared of that. And the same thing with the risks, you know. I raise my Kudus who knows what the next insane is going to be. People, when it comes to the stock market, people uh, become very courageous. Uh, the answer is no risk, no reward. I'm not suggesting you invest. All I'm saying is, is that uh, we all know no pain, no gain, no risk, no reward, and you've got to be able to jump in. So the Rambam is uh, just trying to clarify that uh, no matter what the tools you're given are, and the Rav Dessa says it's what we call mazel. Mazel is the, uh, the tools and kachis you're given for your particular Avedis Hashem. So you might find certain things more difficult that other people find easy, and therefore you're kudus in certain categories at a different point. That has, still has nothing to do with Bechira. Rav Dessler admits that if something is way below you in the kudus Bechira, you don't have any Bechira because you're not going to do it. And if something is way above, you don't have any Bechira because you're nowhere near it. So, so in those areas, you talk about a Bechira. And the trick is to uh, constantly raise it that those areas become an area where you might have a Havamin of doing the right thing. This human species. There's nobody, the smartest animal doesn't have Bechira. They have instinct. And the animals uh, uh, are just fed by instinct. They can't, it looks like they have a lot of free choice. It looks like the animals just having a great time going, frolicking in the fields. They have no Bechira because the instinct just keeps telling them to do the same thing every single day. Eat, sleep, frolic, give birth to the next generation, and that's it. 
and only humans have this uh, gift, and of course, this danger of Bechira. And now they might go near the eights Chayim and they have to be thrown out of Gan Eden. This is a very strong Lushan. He says, you shouldn't enter your, your mind the following ridiculous notion that the stupid people, Tipshe Umas Ailam, and Rav Gomme Ben Israel, and many Yidden, unfortunately, who are not learned. That's what we just spoke about. You can feel that, uh, how did you get so bad at certain things, that you have such an Isayan that other people find it easy? The answer is, so that's your Isayan in life. That's not a Gzerim and a Shemayim, that's a uh, gift, and that's uh, an opportunity to grow and get a lot of schar. Ella, this next line is crucial. Interesting contrast. The Yeravim is picked as the winner. The Mishnah and Sanhedrin has a who's who's list of Rishon Malos Elam Haba. Interesting, Yeravim made it to the top. Uh, I, I suppose because Yeravim had the biggest opportunity because he started off as a tzaddik and he blew it. So uh, he's considered the most talented person who went off. So he could be like Moshe Rabbeinu. It does not mean, clearly, it does not mean you can get anywhere near the Madrega of Navua or Tzidkus of Moshe Rabbeinu. It means that if you fulfill your potential to the greatest degree, you now have accomplished what Moshe Rabbeinu accomplished. Not what he did for Klai for the world, what he did in his own personal cheshman. The next line is extremely important. We'll just start it now. Achacham osakol. This goes against a lot of what people think. Achacham osakol. person has the ability, himself, to choose whether to be achacham or not such achacham. Osakol is a fool. It could be smart or it could be a fool. Most people say, wait a second. I took this test in seventh grade. Um, after two tests, from what state did they give that test from? Some state that, what? Iowa. Iowa, yeah, I don't know why. Iowa, maybe, the, uh, whatever, I'll leave Iowa out. I don't want to insult anybody. Uh, but wherever it's from, whoever made up that test, I took the Iowa test, and I took the IQ test, I did this, and it's beferish that, uh, okay, I might not be that dumb, but I, I'm not that smart. So this Ramam says, no, it's, uh, most of it's within your reach. And this is crucial, because, especially when it comes to somebody's learning, because people have convinced themselves that, yeah, you know, I tried, I didn't succeed so much in yeshiva, so I'm not so smart. And there are many midrashim. Talk, Medrash talks about the fisherman who gets up to Shemaim. They asked him why he didn't learn more. He said, I didn't have a head for it. He said, what would you do for a living? I was a fisherman. He said, how would you catch the fish? Not so easy. So he said, well, I figured out, I, I made certain nets that caught them in a certain way, and I figured out what season, I figured out when they would breed and go upstream, downstream. So Shemaim, they say, you're pretty smart. He said, yeah, that was only for Panasa. So anybody here who uh, is working for a living or doing whatever you're doing, if you're smart enough to do that, you're smart enough to do whatever you want. It all boils down to what's important to you and what's most important to you. And the Rabbi Kivager might look very challenging, but if you can't go to sleep until you solve the Rabbi Kivager, then you'll solve it if it means that much to you. How do I know? Because I know, especially in New York, there are many people who work till four in the morning. Why would you want to work till four in the morning? The answer is, if you got to get it done, you got to get it done. And if you're, um, I know somebody who's a, uh, in an MIS department of a, of a hedge fund, and he sometimes stopped working at two in the morning. And when something goes wrong, he could be on a job straight through the night. And I asked him, "How do you do it?" He said, "I have no choice. I got to get it done. That's my job." So once you know your job is uh, primary job is Talmud Torah and Avonah Satera, 
And uh, Amelis Pateret, so then if you've got to get it done, so the Ramam says you could become a Chacham. It does make a difference what they say in Iowa, what they say in Nebraska, what they say in the IQ test. It's irrelevant. Irrelevant. I wouldn't say totally irrelevant. That person could start off naturally with a lower aptitude that he has to work harder, yeah. But so what? So I'm saying for made at a Talmud, you would tell him two and two is four, he'd come back to you a minute later and ask you again what the answer is. The Mayor, this is written up, the Talmud Chassam Sefer. And Chassam Sefer, they wanted, the other Bacham wanted to get rid of him. And he assisted each day. He became uh, a very chosh of a Pesach. He wrote, wrote Chuvas later on. How could it be? He couldn't add up two and two. And he kept coming back to the same mission over and over again. The answer is, if you have the chuka, then it will work. You just got to push yourself. Okay, Mitzvah Shem will continue 9.15 uh, tomorrow night.